following in John's theme for Lent of uh, persistent people of faith, I am really pleased this morning to tell you the story of Florence Lee Timoy. Florence was the very first person in the Anglican Communion to be ordained a priest, and that happened in 1944. She was born uh, in 1907 in Hong Kong, an ethnic Chinese, and her name was Lee Timoy which means much beloved. At the time, Chinese preferred sons, but her father really valued her, and so gave her that name of much beloved. As a student, she became an Anglican and was baptised, and she took the name Florence after Florence Nightingale. When she was aged 24, she was present for the ordination of Lucy Vincent as a deaconess in Hong Kong in the cathedral. And there was a call for women to give their lives to Christian ministry. The minister taking the service asked, Here is an English woman giving herself to serve the church. Might there also be a Chinese woman who feels called to serve as a deacon? Tim Oi prayed and asked, God, would you send me? And this was her inspiration and her calling. She wanted to study for the ministry, but her family couldn't afford it. However, other people stepped in and paid her fees. So she went off to Theological College in Canton in China and did a four-year course, which she completed at the age of 31. She then worked for two years in Hong Kong. It was the, Sino, the second Sino-Japanese War, and um, Japan was in control of many parts of China and mainland Chinese were fleeing, so some were coming to Hong Kong, so she worked a lot with refugees. The bishop, Ronald Hall, then sent her to help refugees in neutral Macau, not far away, about 60 kilometers from Hong Kong. And there, she was in charge of the parish. Six months later, she was recalled to Hong Kong by the bishop and ordained as a deaconess in 1941, at the age of 34. And she was given permission to administer the sacraments. Because of the war, no Anglican priests, obviously all men, could get to neutral Macau. And there was no resident priest there. So she really was on her own in charge of the parish and doing an amazing job. In January 1944, the bishop called her again and asked her to meet him and they had to work out a route to a place, a small town, that the Japanese did not hold. And she was able to travel there through Japanese-occupied territory, and the bishop also got there safely. And he ordained her as a priest. Someone else later in time wrote this. A fearless Anglican bishop, discerning a match between wartime need and a uniquely gifted person, ordained a humble yet steel-spined disciple of Christ into the priesthood. The bishop said in a letter to the Archbishop of Canterbury, I am merely confirming that God had already given Tim Hoy the gift of priestly ministry. He acknowledged that she was the only person willing to serve in the most dangerous of territories. And in his letter he continued, I have three Chinese priests in Hong Kong, but they cannot now get permission to go to Macau. Her work has been remarkably successful. My judgment is 
that it is only exceptional women who can do this kind of work. But we are going to have such exceptional women in China and such exceptional need. Moreover, working as a minister in charge of a congregation, just listen to this, Deaconess Lee has developed as a man pastor develops and has none of that frustrated fussiness that is notable in women who, having the pastoral charisma, are denied full exercise in the ministry of the church. A man of his time. He continued, I'm not an advocate for the ordination of women. I am, however, determined that no prejudices should prevent the congregations committed to my care having the sacraments of the church. John, can you flip through a few photos? This is uh, Lee Tim Oi on the left as a deacon. And the next one, I think, is her with her family. Uh, this is her with a group of others. No, it's further on. That's good. Um, her ordination in 1944 was 30 years before any part of the Anglican Communion regularised the ordination of women. The Sino-Japanese War ended in 1945, and when things began to return to normal, there were protests from the men about her ordination. She resigned her license, but not her priesthood. She returned to China to serve the church in the Hepu County. It's not far along the coast from Hong Kong and Macau. But then the communist government closed all churches in 1958 through to 1974. The great leap forward, the failed five-year plan, uh, began in 1958. And then in 1966 was the Cultural Revolution led by Chairman Mao, which ended when he died in 1976. One of the craziest times in our world's history. Florence could not work in a church. She could not meet with church people. She was compelled to work on a farm and then in a factory. The Red Guards forced her to cover, cut up her church vestments with her own scissors. Her home was ransacked several times and all her possessions taken. She was also forced to undergo political re-education because she was deemed to be a counter-revolutionary. Her sanctuary was going to the mountains to pray because she was scared to be seen with any of her Christian friends. She did have thoughts about ending her life during this long period of persecution but the knowledge of her priesthood carried her through. She lived under persecution for nearly 20 years. In prayer, she was touched by the Holy Spirit, and she heard God speak to her and say, Are you a wise woman? You are a priest. And she knew then that God was with her and would support her always through all of her adversity. Eventually, as the Cultural Revolution concluded, she was allowed to retire from the farm and even to leave China. She was officially recognised as a priest in her diocese in 1971, 27 years after her ordination. She moved to Toronto, Canada 
1983 at the age of 76. In 1984, the 40th anniversary of her ordination, Florence Lee Timpoy was with great joy and thanksgiving reinstated as a priest. This event was celebrated not only in Canada, but in Westminster Abbey and at Sheffield in England, even though the Church of England had not yet approved the ordination of women. And so she began a ministry as a non-stipendary assistant priest in Toronto, where she remained for the rest of her life. From that time until her death in 1992, she exercised her priesthood with faithfulness and quiet dignity. She won tremendous respect for herself and increasing support for other women seeking ordination. The quality of her ministry in China and in Canada and the grace with which she exercised her priesthood helped convince many people through the communion and beyond that the Holy Spirit was certainly working in and through women priests. Her contribution to the church worldwide far exceeded the expectation of her bishop when he ordained her in 1944. She died in Toronto in 1992 at the age of 85. In 1994, on the golden jubilee of her priesting, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Donald Coggan, launched the Lee Tim Oi Foundation in London. On the 70th anniversary of her ordination in 2014, she was the main focus of a celebration Eucharist honouring 38 years of women priests in Canada and it honoured her unwavering ministry during the war and the Cultural Revolution. And the Archbishop of that time, the Archbishop of Canterbury, wrote, Lee Tim Oi had been given the gift of priesthood, and though she resigned her licence in the face of controversy, she never resigned her priestly orders, but served God all her life. He continued, Tim Oi means much beloved, and she was a gift the worldwide Anglican Church and will continue to be much beloved for all she did. The primate of Canada had this to say about her. He called Florence Priest a woman who is remembered for the Christ-like nature of her character. She lived her vocation as a priest with such a faithfulness and quiet dignity that it convinced many across the Anglican Communion that the Holy Spirit works wondrously among women as among men. The Lee Tim Oi Foundation is about empowering women as agents of change. And just as others pay for her to go to theological college, the foundation helps pay people who could not afford to do further training. And it focuses on women in the poorer parts of the world. Women who become priests, having been supported by the foundation, call themselves the daughters of Lee Timpoy. The foundation has given grants to more than 450 women in 124 dioceses in 14 provinces of the communion, including Africa, Brazil, Fiji, India and Pakistan. Around 250 women have been ordained as Anglican priests, with the support of the Lee Timoy Foundation. 
and others have been trained for employment in their diocese in such positions as accountants, AIDS counsellors, literacy advisors, uh, bishop secretaries, catechists, chaplains, community workers, computer trainers, lawyers, legal advisors, treasurers, and many, many other things. Without the support of the Foundation, these women would not have been able to fulfil their vocations to take on these and other leadership roles. John has talked about people of faith, people who have been persistent. And Florence Leighton Oy was certainly one of those. But I think perhaps the most extraordinary part of her story is those years living in persecution. And for her, that was nearly 20 years. Can you just take yourself back to 2003, 20 years ago? How old were you? What was your circumstance at home? What were you doing? And just kind of roll over 20 years of your life till now. And it is impossible for us to imagine, but just think what it would be like to layer on these last 20 years oppression, persecution, deprivation forced re-education and no opportunity to worship or gather with people of faith. It's a long, long time. Perhaps this is where she displayed her greatest persistence and faithfulness. Women were first ordained in the Anglican Church here in 1977 and we are privileged to have four women priests in our parish, Joyce Debbie, Adrian, and Glenn, who's a Presbyterian minister. And you have Bronwyn, Wendy, and Dell have also served at St. George's, and there may have been others. They have their own stories of call and faith to celebrate, and we honour them as we remember Florence Lee Tim Oy, nearly 59 years after her ordination. This photo is a window in a, um, an Anglican church, Grace Church on the Hill in Toronto, and it pairs together Archbishop, Archbishop Desmond Tutu and Florence Lee Timboy. We're going to Toronto in October. Something will have to go there. 